You are listening to Unknown Unknowns, a podcast about consciousness, constructs, and contradictions. We are your hosts, Ashwini and Nitya. When I look up at the sky today, you know what I find? The stars have aligned for a great event. And that is because we have a very special guest with us today, and that is none other than Divya. Hi, Divya. How are you feeling today? I'm so excited. I'm waiting for Seema Auntie to come visit me. You know, all of us have these earworms, right? Like these songs that get stuck in our head, and we like keep listening to it over and over in our head. And wherever we go, it's like a musical montage of our life. Indian matchmaking as a show is very similar. to that earworm that i've got right now i can't stop thinking about the show there are so many points that i want to discuss and that is why i've got my friends here to discuss so to start the discussion i want to ask like one question why do you think people get married like what is the purpose i think the reason people get married is to bring together family at least in the indian setting right it's not to get coming together of two person but instead like it's coming together of two huge families and then you're like intertwined for life that's the purpose and i think the other reason is to like document it like you want to say you're married because having it as an official document is it's i don't know it serves a purpose like you you're born and you have a certificate that says you're born and you have a certificate that says you're married so i think that's i don't know that could be the reason why people get married contradictory to what you said actually i would actually think of marriage as a place where two people come together because they want to spend the rest of their lives together the whole idea of marriage itself has different meanings in different places like our culture of course like you said it is like a joining of two families and that is basically what we saw in indian matchmaking where even if the two people like each other then the family has to like each other then only there is some sort of compatibility that is what they presume it is but for me it is the total opposite where it is the joining of two people right that is what i believe marriage should be i kind of agree with the latter point of how people should join together and not really families but also the reality is that a lot of families are getting connected because of marriage we cannot avoid and treat them as a baggage right like they are like a crucial part of your life and whatever decision you make in your life impacts them as well so in that way the families are connected but just because they are connected that doesn't mean they have like a 100% say in what your decision should be with regard to who you choose why you choose and like even after your marriage what decisions you make also marriage can exist outside of families right like people leaving their families as a sign of being rebellious like to show that their their love can triumph over these family values and family barriers so we should also think about like why that is happening and why that is very scandalous in our society also i think marriage has this ability to show the world that we have something like i think that is what marriage has become nowadays like uh, okay there is this one quote by uh, jim carrey actually he said whoever invented marriage was creepy as hell like i love you so much i'm going to get the government involved so you can't leave when i think about it it points out to the fact that maybe not marriage maybe i'm talking about wedding or the ceremony or the uh, tying together of the knots or the uh, signing that i am wife and he is husband like that aspect itself like why do we have to show a documented proof that uh, we are in love that whole aspect itself is problematic i feel but that is so deep rooted now that it has become part of the society but we don't know how far we can take it and what do we have to do about it in the news like couple of days ago there was this uh, village i think somewhere in tamil nadu where they find people who fall in love and get married so that's the system that their village and panchayat follows so if at all uh, somebody falls in love or two families fall in love and get married then they are fined uh, so one of these person got married and they fined him but he didn't pay the fine so what they did was they beat him up and they killed him so it's like in in the indian society right it's difficult for us to accept the fact that marriage outside of it being arranged by other people can exist it's it's something that's looked down upon and or it's it's something that you should keep away like love marriage is the evil of the indian society kind of a thing even as nitya told there is a fundamental belief that marriage is the only form of long term commitment like you have to prove to others that only if you're married that shows that you know you're going to like be together forever like 
what does that even guarantee like just that piece of paper doesn't guarantee the future but we give so much value to that this is why like even live in relationships have become like a taboo in india and like making a decision about marriage becomes part of growing up right it becomes like a requirement like you have to at some point of time get married like it's like a ticking time bomb like waiting and there is that pressure that builds in within the people and forces them to like you know make a decision about marriage otherwise they're not growing up in some way so that also is kind of weird like why do we place so much of importance on like getting even if you don't know that person you just have to get married because you know you're getting older or something like that it's like a milestone that should yes. be achieved no matter what even like when you were speaking about this uh, the first thing that came of course we are taking a lot of examples from indian matchmaking the show in itself so in that also akshay's mother he doesn't want to get married like you can clearly see that he is not up for it and he does not want to pursue that path ever maybe currently at least but his mother told akshay it's time akshay it's time like that's the only thing like that that whole she is like a ticking bomb like okay she, 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 she keeps saying akshay it's time it, you have to become serious it's like when they get married it's like they taking their life seriously otherwise they're not that is i think very problematic because that i don't think that is true in any way at all yeah it's like telling you know when you get married you that's when your life should be settled and you should take things seriously until then you can live however you want to it's not like the guy should take care of the girl but when you get married and settled the girl will eventually get into their family and take care of him and so he will be settled and be serious yeah also there's another point about how it's not just about the individual and they reaching like a milestone in life it is also about the parents reaching a milestone in life they feel their life is complete when their son or daughter is married it's like this big uh, whatever like i've seen this metaphor being used many places like like a big mountain being like dropped off as if they were like atlas carrying the whole world and now they're dropping it off to a, some other person like they're just giving off that responsibility to the future spouse of that person to like you manage this like daughter or son of mine like i i don't want this now and they feel their life is fulfilled because now that they have completed all their duties it's like a cycle that keeps repeating every person who gets married when they grow older they are like doing the same behavior like how their parents did and like how do we even break this cycle that's a very important thing to think about it's like a fundamental duty <laughs> like yes. the fundamental duty of parents is ultimately to get your child married like that is what the mentality is right now and that i think is like very problematic considering there are so many different kinds of people so many different kinds of thinking uh, thought processes asexual people so exactly. many exactly. things come into play and it's purely out of what one person wants to do and marriage is the one thing that never happens in the way that it's supposed to happen there's this uh, saying in tamil okay like i'll just translate it and say it to you it's like a person's life is complete only when they get their children married and when they build a house like two of these things are problematic like think about building a house like it is difficult it is a good goal to strive for but a lot of people are like not having that kind of income to like build huge houses in metropolitan cities and live a luxurious life but this is the goal that society has set for them and if they fall short of these goals they feel that they haven't achieved things in life which is like a absurdly high standard for us to reach even in terms of marriage like uh, it's just like a duty as you said like a checklist if you finish that you're like yeah my life is complete now but like what are you doing to the other person's life you are you are supposed to be responsible right as a parent like i'm not saying that they are not responsible like obviously they do care about their children but like to put that pressure just because they have to check something off their to do list is not something viable all the time now when we come to the show specifically there is one thing that really hits my mind whenever i think about the show how like conveniently they have shown only one side of each person when you first saw aparna the music score the background everything kept uh, turning around the fact that she's a very stubborn person and whatever she said was seen as uh, like the either either they would play like some sort of funny music just to show like her really or something like all those aspects to show that she's a very stubborn and uh, she's a very stringent or a rigid person but in actuality that was not let's take the case of uh, nadia when you saw nadia first 
the first thing that comes is oh she's loving and she's in the pressure of all her friends getting married and everything but when you saw the youtube video that was aired after the whole show you could see that nadia is a very strong person who takes charge of her life and is made decisions along the way but all those aspects were totally put down and they were showing her crying a lot or all those aspects were highlighted while for aparna the total opposite so this divide in the way they are trying to misrepresent each character was something that really uh, ticked me off i could say i have like one example like same way how you told about aparna and nadia even rupam right like her only characteristic in the show was that she was a divorcee like they like literally talked about nothing else in her life and how she has grown to be such a loving mother or like they never explored all those aspects for that show her only characteristic is that she is a divorcee and she should get married real fast because she has little options like that's what their only goal was so in all of these cases what we can see is that all of these characters are redu- in the sense why are we even ca- calling them characters first of all that is itself a mistake right they are people like they are living full lives and we are looking at them as characters and that is what i want to like represent over here so this is like a common thing right when we see something in a show we assume that whatever we see is reality because they are showing that to us and they are just like a character over there so all of these characters also embody some archetypes about them aparna maybe like a very stubborn person who's like almost made the villain of the show somehow and whenever you think of nadia it's like okay as you told very loving so these one note characteristics become like an their whole personality and that's where i want to like look at this phenomena of layers removed from reality okay i was thinking about this even if people want to know me the best way to know me is to be with me and to experience the things that i experience along with me as i experience and even then you will not know certain things and the next layer would be if i'm posting all of my life on social media that's the example even if i'm doing that i'm still restricting your view to where my camera points and what my voice tells and then the next layer would be something like a documentary which follows everybody's life 24 by 7 even there the cinematographer makes a lot of decisions as you told based on music based on background based on a lot of other factors this show is like a gray line because this is a documentary per se but it is also a tv show for a premier network so they want to entertain their audience it's not like their goal was to represent these people's lives in any way their goal was to entertain so therefore you can't show all aspects of everybody because that itself will take more than one show to talk about one person because everybody is so like full featured every human is like that so again that's where i feel these layers removed from reality makes a lot of sense and from showrunner's perspective i understand why they did that but choosing to focus on these characteristics is very problematic and they have a lot of implications because i was watching this with my family and all like some of them could really relate to these archetypes and they were like yeah aparna she's so bad whenever she came that's the uh, comments that i got from people then i understood a lot about them more than the show actually i don't know aparna but i know my family more because of the show so in that way these characteristics and how people react to that become more important because these people have been reduced to tv stars which is not their whole life Okay so uh, what I I don't know I feel like all of us or maybe me personally have a little bit of all the characteristics of Aparna or Ankita or Narya because I mean every woman is different like you know you can't just say because uh, Narya was this way why couldn't Aparna behave this way but she's accomplished all of them strive got through a lot, lot of difficult situations studied and became over they are so i do think they have like a say in who, what kind of a person they want right i mean out of nowhere ex- example when um, aparna was talking about how when uh, she wanted somebody who's also settled in life not somebody who's just starting their career or starting to figure out what they want because she's somewhere in her mid 30s and she's going to date some or, or getting married to somebody who's in their late 30s or early 40s and who's still figuring out their life whereas she wants to settle down and move on and do things that she want and when she did that she might out of nowhere told that she's very rigid all she asked was somebody who was settled in life as she was it's it's like how when all these girls rejected like two or three men she felt offended whereas when the boys rejected hundreds of proposals she was like ha huh, boys are they will do that way only they can reject how many proposals they want <laughs> 
yeah that's like the boys will be boys mentality right which a lot of us keep accepting and even a lot of media keep like showing that to us like oh they will just be boys like they will keep rejecting people it's totally fine but it's not fine like okay maybe rejection itself is not a problem i'm not saying that you should see one person and you know like go with them and get married to them and not you know have your own choice that is not what i'm saying the reason why you are rejecting that person is really important right if you are rejecting that person for something very superficial like just you took one look at their bio data which is like i don't know that's a whole another topic like about bio data but like if you look at the picture in that and you decide based on that how will you ever know how that person is like even the same way how we don't know about these people just because we saw on a tv show even they don't know what these people are just because they saw on a biodata like it's very simple they're very parallel to each other when we talk about the female characters in the show specifically be it nadia or rupam or ankita or aparna simanti always provided them with either one or two biodatas at a time to say that you take your time you see each biodata and you get back to me but if you see the case of pradyuman or akshay there were millions of proposals which were given to them on and off on and off it was like they had a wide area of their choices and they just had to see they just had to see the picture and approve of whether they want to go forward or not but in the case of the girls two were given and they were supposed to make a choice that can also be something that's problematic i feel because they believe that oh, for the girls we just choose certain characteristics that they want and we'll see those in the guys that we have and provide them the bio data but for the guys on the other hand it was like you don't make a choice we will show you all our best options i i think here when it comes to akshay pradyuman and vyasir which class they belong to also plays a role because both pradyuman and akshay belong to like the high class indian families whereas vyasir was in middle class nri one other thing is pradyuman and akshay fulfill certain criterias that boys are in a tall fit uh, always working out and study income owns business and all those things whereas vyasir he had a different characteristic right what of his characteristics was shown where that he was funny loving caring and all those things whereas for these two men it was shown that they were uh, they 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 take care of the family and they're rich they have money so they they got a lot of proposals it signifies that when you have such standards your options are plenty it also goes for the last girl that came in the end of the series right simanti told her she gives her uh, 95 out of 100 like as a mark because she was tall slim and trim and all those things and she told that for her it's easy to find a groom despite her uh, list of things that she wanted in a guy yeah actually that last scene is very symbolic of the whole match making process i feel it's like the girl is telling all her ca- like whatever she wants all her desires and all that and simanti doesn't care like yeah. she is just <laughs> zoning out and she does not <laughs> care about you- any of these things yeah it was like a funny moment in the show but i feel it's like you're treating that person as a joke like that's what they're actually showing which is again really wrong yeah and also i like the point about how the way you told based on these standards the options that they get very look at again aparna or nadia they had very specific requirements maybe like they had like a dream person in their mind and they told that to seema aunty when they did that she felt oh these girls are so picky i really don't know who to get because obviously dude like it's so difficult to find a person like it's not like only seema aunty has that problem like all of us have that problem in life like all of us <laughs> have different characteristics that we want in a in our life partner and when we are searching for one it is going to be difficult it's not like you like peruse through some excel files and you will find <laughs> some like really amazing person who just like fits perfectly into your life like that really doesn't happen whereas if you look at both pradyuman and akshay they had like very bare minimum requirements like uh, pradyuman was like okay i need attraction that's about it like he didn't tell many other requirements for his uh, life partner whereas akshay told whatever my mother wants i just <laughs> will go with that <laughs> which is uh, again like a whole can of worms we don't want to open right now because you know right like it's psychology and the whole freudian perspective of the issue yeah so look at that like the stark difference between the way people think about their life partners like pradyuman really doesn't feel like he has another criteria in his mind so therefore seema aunty feels that oh any option will fit for him because all that he wants is attraction like so hundreds of options can be given to him whereas for the girls it's not the case actually i feel uh, 
uh, not only Pradyuman and uh, Ankita, I think they both were the only ones who went for the life coach, right? Than them, even Akshay really <laughs> needed it. Like, I'd, I, I know it, it may seem really offensive considering like they're now celebs, I don't know uh, what, how else to put it, but he, he honestly has a lot of uh, weird opinions. <laughs> not weird, maybe they are just the common opinions right now for a certain set of people, but for me they're really weird considering he's gone to Boston to study. At least he's seen some part of the world, right? How can he still come back with the opinion that my mother's characteristics are the epitome of beauty or success in my life and that is what I want in a wife? Uh, Akshay, when you talk, he's like a very fascinating character, right? Like, because in the show, he was shown to be really introverted. When we saw him on the YouTube video, he was like really enthusiastic about being on the show and being on YouTube and talking about like these issues. And... Again, like everyone's opinions is to their own. We really can't say anything about that. But one thing is that uh, Nitya, as you were saying, like he went there and why couldn't he change at least a little and why couldn't he open up? I think every person, regardless of their experience, they should have an outlook towards life that is open. Like the It's like the rose-colored glasses, right? But in this case, like any other color, let's say. Like he's just looking at life like how he was taught to look at. Like, he's not uh, developed his own way of, like, looking at life, which is, like, a problem, right? I feel if we take that also, then Seemanti also should be open, right? She's been doing this business for so many years. She's went to different yes. places, like, almost all parts of the world. So, she should also be open to how the generation and people differ. But, again, she was also very conservative when it came to things like that. Even if you compare the new matchmaker who came into the show in the last few episodes, Geeta... Like, I feel Seema and Geeta both are not very different people, but the show wanted to show that they're, re- like, radically different people. Like, one of them really believed in the traditional matchmaking and the other one is, like, little modern maybe because she uses a laptop and, like, maybe because of that. And she speaks English and that really doesn't make her modern in thought in any way. Like, ultimately, when she was speaking to Ankita, I was really angry at this point, okay? Because Ankita was the only one who stood up to herself, like, for herself and she asked valid questions. And when Ankita told that, you know, I want to maybe compromise with my husband, but it's not like every time I will go wherever he goes. Like, it's not like if he goes to Timbuktu, I'll also go follow behind him. But Geeta was saying, no, 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 you really have to do that because his career comes before yours, which really doesn't make sense considering she's a quote-unquote modern matchmaker, which, I don't know, I'm still conflicted about that. See, when Seema was talking about Geeta... She said she's more internationalist. That was the sense that I got from what she was saying. And when I first saw Geeta, I was like, okay, maybe she has some kind of thing to provide to the show that will probably help uh, Ankita. I think even I had some hope for Geeta and I said, okay, she she might be the one who like changes the show and takes it into a new level or something. And when she spoke to Ankita, you really felt like going across the screen and telling her what are you doing because that was so it was so it was so drastically similar like we had so much of expectations from Geeta and what she said was no you need to go with the flow and compromise and it's not like we don't want to compromise on marriage or we don't want to compromise in a marriage and speak it out and that is that one point that Ankita uh, pointed out saying that no see we have to like sit down and talk to each other and then come to a solution. But Geeta was just like, no, you have to pack your bags and go to Timbuktu. That's, it's so, it's so absurd. Like, you just leave all your things and go just because your husband wants to go. For your point about why it's so absurd, like, people just have to pack their bags and go to Timbuktu, I think it's not very different to how women have to pack their bags and leave their maternal home to go to their uh, husband's house. It's equally as absurd, right? Like, I'm not saying you should not shift or you should not go to another family, but... These decisions have to be independently taken by couples. Like, they should be given the agency to do so. Like, it's not like this is just because of tradition. Like, you just keep following it for years and years without any con- like rhyme or reason for why you're doing that. So uh, When uh, Akshay was speaking to his mom in the kitchen, like, the first thing that when they're in the kitchen, they'll talk about the wife. And they'll always say, now see, I can't keep doing this for you. I can't keep doing this for you. You need a wife. That is not a wife's or any woman's job. The whole show brought out this aspect so clearly saying that the woman has to cook or even uh, let's say in the case of Aparna, she said she doesn't like cooking. 
and when she said i don't want to cook or something like that and immediately the the tone of the music and everything all around was like oh my god like is is that is that actually going to happen like what are you going to do about in life like oh yeah even in the kitchen right i don't know if it was in the kitchen where she t- told i mean t- was talking to akshay i told that at 25 your brother got married now he's waiting for you to get married because at 29 28 they need to have a kid and akshay said <laughs> what am i supposed to do with that i'm not and then she portrayed what we usually say how uh, indian kids are disciplined right with chappal and uh, she indirectly went to take the chappal and hit him because uh, that's not how you talk uh, to your mother and i mean she was very much set like you know at this age this should happen at this age this should happen because that only your brother can make this happen at this age and uh, <laughs> it was really sad like at that point when they brought that fact out what are, the only thing that came into mind was uh, does the sister in law is she aware of this uh, decision that is going to fall <laughs> <laughs> on her cuz she needs to produce a baby now in like 9 months just cuz her brother in law got married yeah. Hey, you should have seen the look on their faces even though camera was rolling they were clearly disturbed by that thought <laughs> like but they had to hide it obviously <laughs> even his brother was shocked like yeah. even he was like okay i need to do something too <laughs> i don't know we are laughing about this but this is like yeah. a thing that is very normal in families like everyone talks about this as if it's like like this is what happens like this is how life progresses for everyone they can't imagine a reality where people have their own independent lives where they are not like you know getting married having kids and then whatever getting them married eventually like <laughs> the same thing what we spoke before right yeah yeah aparna she's a millennial and uh, you know she's a little bit forward and and then dilip uncle came in and he talked about everything about her life and these things happen at this age and suddenly initially she was uh, not interested in it like she's like can you just speak whatever you want to say and then leave because this is not what is what is supposed to happen and when uh, he started telling these things about her she start, she started feeling interested in it she's like oh this is my life and by june july i will get married she started feeling interested right and she started doing whatever things that he asked her to do so what changed what brought about the change is i don't know what changed in her like it was suddenly like for her okay this man is actually telling things that happened in my life she had a long struggle to get where she is or i, I don't know what he said i don't remember what he said exactly but when he started saying all those things she was like oh yeah oh yeah that's true so maybe that uh, similarity in her life and what he was saying uh, brought her to that place the one thing that i found extremely hilarious when dilip ankur was talking to aparna was that on june 18th your window is open and that is so stupid considering like how can one day something just pop out like i think it's just to tell that from this day till this day you have like a deadline or a space where you can change and uh, bring in change in the way you think about something and after that day you will be flourishing and you will get uh lines of guys that come so i think it's just plain basic psychology to tell that you have until this day to like change or try to bring some amount of change and try to see the world in another perspective and after that day of course after that day you will think that okay this day onwards so when you think it in your mind naturally that will happen i mean he did play on her like desperate situation where she was of this age yeah i wanted to say exactly that actually like her age plays a big factor here everybody saying her you need to get married 34 is not the time you need to like have options and think about like you know your own choices and criteria you need to succumb to the pressure and get married right now and i think she was feeling it like especially for the show as well like they might have had their own deadlines to like you know complete shoot by this time maybe june 18th was the time seema was to send her all the proposals who knows right like that's netflix <laughs> like and this uh, aerospace engineer i might say like that's you know his profession that he does yeah yeah uh, aerospace engineers <laughs> okay so <laughs> what he said like what divya said like plays to her insecurity at that point of time there is a pressure from her family this pressure from netflix and seema and like ev- cameras and like obviously she will fall for it right she will like say okay i might give it a shot because this is going on might as well try so maybe because of that and also like as we discussed before like how marriage is like a like milestone and you have to get married so again this all plays into it 
so there was another thing that i was thinking when it came to like face reader okay face readers they were a prominent feature in the yeah. entire show right and about how uh, vinay and nadia as well uh, the face reader told that they are going to get married and live forever together and look what happened to them they they are almost like sworn enemies right now yeah. and <laughs> the face reader predicted that really well i guess i don't know so okay i want to talk about why this entire phenomena is happening and why we rely on these things like face readers and aerospace engineers so what i feel is that we have a lack of control in our life right like as aparna told the only family member we get to choose is our like life partner or spouse but even in that we have like a lack of control like we can't exactly pick out whoever we want and they won't automatically get married to us right like that's not the thing that happens so there is a general like uncertainty within life and we try to solve it by various reasons so one of those reasons might be these face readers and aerospace engineers who will now predict your future and make it less uncertain in some way they are guaranteeing you like what to say june 18 from now on you'll get proposals or whatever like they are giving you this false sense of hope because like you want to hold on to whatever certainty that comes your way like whatever it is and also this translates into why people choose their partners who are from similar backgrounds that also reduces uncertainty right like they, they you don't have to you know like talk about different issues or cultural divides and problems and all that you know that you will automatically connect on certain things so i feel people do a whole lot of things in life because they want to avoid this uncertainty and like marriage and life in general is uncertain and when you take these decisions it's not like you are completely predicting your future you are just i don't know you're telling yourself or reassuring yourself in some way but that might not be the case at all means at the beginning of every show almost every show i think there was a married couple that would come and speak about their experiences and tell that oh no it was just one look and uh, like somehow we were compatible and i liked her and my father saw her that's why i got married to her and like that at the beginning of the show is like telling that you know what love marriages actually don't work and it is arranged marriages that have stayed longer and and i wouldn't say it's not a good option and it's really bad that one person who doesn't know the other person is getting married i mean there's a sense of adventure in that itself so you know why not okay no problem but it depends on the choice of the people right it was also a marketing strategy like you know that entire show was based on matchmaking and how simanti plays the middle role and brings together family okay i think there are two instances where what you guys spoke about comes into play okay so when we first saw vinay and nadia all of us thought that they'll end up together right like in some place we're like oh they're so compatible like they both don't like catch up or whatever like we saw them interacting really well and we thought you know what they're a good match to each other but why does this expectation come in the first place like why did we assume that based on one meeting that they will be good for each other like even we are falling for the same trope that the show wants us to fall for like all of us in life are also making the same mistakes that we are accusing the show of right that shows how we also think it is a possibility that maybe you will find the one based on catch up like i don't know but we do have such notions in our mind okay yeah divya you told right is it like a marketing stunt actually that makes a lot of sense because the final episode only focused on their one success story at that point of time which was akshay like they thought that is the story they should conclude with because that had a happy ending quote and quote a happy ending because we now know that the, that engagement has broken off and they are not together and that makes complete sense because we we have seen their conversations to whatever little extent we saw we could see that both of them were not communicating with each other at all so again the show itself wants us to believe as you guys said that this is a viable method and that within a short like span of time you can find someone you know who you can spend your rest of the life with which i'm not disagreeing as you guys told but ultimately it is a complicated process i mean we know what happens when you fall in love for a short span of time like romy and juliet the entire love life was spent for like a week they met they fell in love they got married they died firstly you don't need to have a proof that okay i Uh, i'm getting married to this person because i love them that in itself is problematic then the next thing when you think about it shouldn't we be understanding that or even accepting that it's okay to get a divorce or it's okay to not be in a 
marriage but in a live-in relationship and uh, take it as far it goes like after that point of time fine leave it and like see another thing like shouldn't that be something that we should be open about to discuss and talk and say that we will live together until and uh, until when we feel that we are compatible with each other and after that if it's not it's not it's fine i'm i'm pretty sure everyone can take care of themselves after a point of time and even if it is independently or in a marriage i think people should be given that option and that is the main thing that indian customs do not accept at all i'll tell you where the problem stems like what i think the problem is like when you start deriving your self worth from the existence of another person that is where everything stems from right if they leave it's not like you're broken and you cannot be you know complete or without a like loving happy family like how a like small child draws like a house and the parents or whatever like that's not how anyone lives like all of us have skeletons in our closet and all of us have a lot of issues that we are dealing with but we are not willing to talk about these uncomfortable things that come with marriage and any relationship and like we are forced to again like derive that self worth from the existence of another person you want a man to be your support and you want and they say a man's support is a man's support and it's different from you know other support like i i don't understand how that happens like that is very very problematic i think in even in the show when i think it was ankita's proposal they were asking about her priorities i mean what kind of things that she want characteristics she talked about all those things and her father or somebody told that you need on mother you need a one who supports the family like man, man support and she's like man support is not the only thing that we need we need to support each other like he can't do everything i i need also to contribute the support what are we talking about it it's always like when a man is there there is a shoulder to cry on okay that that one adage is problematic but at the same time that is what everyone wants in life it's not just uh, for the woman it is even for the man he needs a shoulder to cry on when he feels overwhelmed or has no option out and wants to just vent out he also needs a shoulder to cry on but why is it becoming so emphasize that for a woman it is necessary that there is a shoulder to cry on but for the man there is it's not necessary for a shoulder to be there for him to cry on okay this is a little like far fetched but i think this whole thing itself is why they prefer uh, the man to be taller than the woman and uh, not the woman to be taller than the man yeah that was like a very huge emphasis throughout everybody's criteria right like even for the women out there wanted guys who were taller and older than them like except for vyasar even for the guys they needed somebody who was shorter than them and younger to them not older to them that's like a given criteria akshay's mother said she has to be 53 or above but below the certain limit like it's you setting such weird criterias for someone you are going to be interested in or want to spend the life Wait, but Akshay's like, mother is not going to spend the life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah even his father told like the kind of guy that Akshay wants is what his mother wants. <laughs> I mean, even when uh, uh, Vyasa was opening up and being vulnerable and being very, you know, emotional about his thing, uh, it was like a huge thing. Like not all men open up and talk about their life. Even he had difficulty opening up, right? And when he did that, uh. I don't know it showed like a different side of men who was weak and vulnerable and I don't think they focused on Vyasar as much as they did on Pradyuman and Akshay like I don't think they even focused on Pradyuman and Akshay they just focused on the luxuries Pradyuman and Akshay have yeah yeah oh another thing is about the closet that uh, Pradyuman had versus what Aparna had I mean he had a fingerprint for his closet <laughs> and his face was on the door like yeah, there was on that. the door knob front and back <laughs> not just one door knob like <laughs> and even in the after show pradyuman told that he's very down to earth person uh, and he's a common <laughs> man i was like dude like common people don't live like that as I far mean, as i know i couldn't get over the fact that he sprinkled gold in the food that they ate <laughs> like yeah how down to earth are you very, like his excess of gold let's put it in food i'll tell you how down to earth it's like gold is a metal and it's a uh, buried in the ground like that's how he's down to earth <laughs> otherwise he's not down to earth in terms of oh god <laughs> and and you i saw how akshay's mom right she had these gifts that were set for the daughter in law like those are the kind Ooh. of style and clothes and everything that my daughter in law should have like 
what about her own ideas or her own creativity in being who she is or being dressed up in how she is i mean the way we dress up is to express ourselves right and she had all these things and i'm like oh my god what if oh it was it was it was scary it's like her whole life was set according to akshay's mom's standards i was just feeling bad for radhika because when she spoke to akshay she was like no i want to be an independent woman and i kept laughing over there thinking that oh you you're totally getting into the wrong family itself and i was feeling so bad for her like what is the reality she's going to be facing once she actually enters the house and that is why i think it's i'm so glad that that whole engagement broke off and they didn't get married because they're there's two different people who yeah. have two different ideas even in the engagement after the during the engagement they were talking and she was like i found i know he is the guy because he's such a sweet person nice person the kind of guy who i want to get I'm like no that's not the kind of guy you want to get married to <laughs> definitely not i mean i was scared for them and when when it went to a being the engagement i was like no no you just met like i think it's more of the pressure right like what akshay's mom put on him like you need to get married and and after the like the bonus thingy the youtube uh, clip that they showed uh, talking to him he was so relieved when he realized that his mother is not going to put pressure on him it's like a new life is opened up for him he's like oh my god i can do things right now and not feel bad about it because my mother's bp is going to increase and uh, yeah i think he kind of find found his own personality through this entire journey which is actually good i yeah that whole engagement felt so awkward like i haven't <laughs> seen anything like that in my life like both of them really didn't want to be there it was like seema or netflix holding them on gunpoint i'm like get married right now we need a conclusion to our show like it really did feel like that because they had to wrap things up somehow for the show to end and even now i feel the show is incomplete without the youtube clip like yeah. people who haven't watched the youtube clip will not understand most of the things that happened we are just left to assume that you know nadia and shekhar walked off uh, in the rain holding a single umbrella that means they're going to get married but no actually like they didn't connect after that so there are so many things that it's just for the show or it's just for the medium and it's not for their actual life like i don't know it is actually ethically questionable to put these people's life at stake and just make a show out of it like yeah. i think that itself is very wrong i mean even after the uh, youtube explaining what happened later makes sense right uh, i mean all of them told that despite not finding whoever i mean not being together with whoever they were uh, supposed to they still would go for a matchmaker right despite all the uh, fallbacks and everything it kind of emphasizes how it is so difficult to find love right and if you have somebody who's keeping it arranged for you like you know go meet this person go meet this person go ahead it's kind of easier i mean if i had a wing woman or a wing man or somebody who's going to make me introduce me to a person and then we talk it's so much more easier than me setting out to find somebody for myself i mean it's is it because i mean love finding love is very much difficult is also making a life easier the only thing that's hitting me when i was watching the show is how am i going to find do i have to approach a matchmaker uh am i never going to find love or will there be many loves or will there be no love or what is love and it's it's really troublesome in in for me personally because i was i kept thinking about this on and off and that was the one thing that was on my mind the whole time because i kept thinking like what is this love exactly and is it is it to show someone else that you have someone that you love or is it for you to feel satisfied in a particular relationship or is it much more than that or i i don't know it's it's i don't even know the question that i'm trying to form right now because it's that meta for me right now i think it should be that way like love should not be very simple because you are going to spend your entire life with them perhaps an entire life or a part of your life at least with them so obviously you need to think more about this and make a wise choice it's not like every other day you can find love right like it's difficult and it has to be difficult and when you try to make this process easier that is when you're shying away from reality and in this way the show portrayed matchmaking to be a very easy process like if you come here it's like you're signing up for nokri.com or internshala or something like you you sign up and you just get one job or whatever like our life partner should not be that way is what i feel 
like okay the best way maybe to organically meet someone and like fall in love and get married like that may be the best way but even through matchmaking they aren't given so much choice and they aren't given time like matchmaking ultimately is also a business they can't keep like one client for a year or something like they need to move on and they need to get other clients right so again when you make it a business how far is that person able to choose their own partner or how far are they able to explore how much ever they want to explore so again we are trying to like simplify a complicated process in life which is why we are like not finding compatible partners in in our life another thing that i wanted to speak about regarding the show was uh, how they emphasized on compromise for marriage okay uh, like uh, do we need to compromise or does there have to be compromise actually in marriage do we need to let go of our ambitions just to be with another person okay right now the first thing that came to my mind i'm just going to say that okay maybe i'm wrong but i'm just going to say that so in terms of choosing a partner i don't think you should compromise but in terms of being with them later on maybe you should compromise like when you've made your choice with all your free will you've taken your time you've explored your options you have genuinely felt that this is your partner then maybe later on in your life once you've started your relationship obviously you should compromise on certain things it's not like you will agree with everything like in the sense you will have compatibility with every every aspect of your life so after the relationship starts maybe there is an element of compromise which i think is very valid and everyone should like have it it's not like you should break a relationship just because you don't agree on a small thing that also is really bad but in terms of choosing i don't think there should be much of a compromise because again it's an important decision in life and why do you need to compromise like that's my question like is there a need as you told i don't know the way they had progressed the show or they showed is that first there is this person that person has certain flaws that person is certain way is stubborn is picky is uh, crying a lot or, or i don't know whatever the they showed a certain characteristics right and then they showed the matchmaker intervening okay so that intervening was either in terms of a life coach or in terms of uh, what do you want in a person and all those aspects and after that they showed pictures or biodatas that the person initially wanted so in actuality there was no change like main thing to focus on as we told previously is the ideal itself like when we think of partner all of these perfect ideals are given to us either shaped by our family or by our media by so many other factors that this is what i want in a partner if all of us have such unrealistic uh, what to say viewpoints it is going to be difficult for all of us to get partners and it is going to take a lot of time because everything feels like a compromise like for all of these people a lot of it were shaped by that like as we spoke earlier it's also about the height and stuff right like who shaped those things like it might be the like their friends or media as i said like these ideals are what we should like think about as a society collectively like why are we forming these ideals and why are we reinforcing them again and again like you it's okay to take time but you are taking time only because of these superficial ideals then that like that makes no sense like you will never find someone to be perfect okay uh, there was this one point about what ankita said when she met i don't know his name actually when she met him and after she had the date and she felt a connection and everything and after two days she gets to know he's a divorcee like the problem in that thing was not because he was a divorcee the problem arise because nobody told her that he was a divorcee and she had to find it out from a third person external third person I mean I keep thinking if it was the other way around would the person would have known if like if the girl I mean the woman was divorced would have the guy known first hand like uh, she was divorced or she, would that information be revealed to him I think so yes because that becomes the woman's uh, char- like primary characteristic that she is a divorcee you don't look past that also on the show like when it came to rupam's choice and everything she told she met someone on bumble right that for me really felt really empowering i don't know why but just the fact that she chose to seek someone out on her own using app or dating app or anything and just found a connection and felt like okay she should she doesn't have to succumb to all this 
traditional ideas of uh, getting married or anything and i was actually supportive of her family that actually was like okay i think uh, at least they made the decision that you need to get married and it's f- i mean you can get married not that you need to get married that's problematic but like they at least gave her the choice that even though she had like an 8 year old daughter i think she they were still open to the fact that okay maybe she wants a life partner so she can get married and that is progress in some way but also telling that she needs to get married because she can't take care of the child on her own is bad also there is this quote that i came across recently which said that a new scientific truth does not triumph by convincing its opponents and making them see the light but rather because its opponents eventually die and a new generation grows up that is familiar with it <laughs> i mean like sometimes even i am very hopeless you know like i feel no change can be brought about unless the older generation die like i don't know is there no. any scope to change i mean our, our thoughts and ideas are also shaped that way right in some way or other despite i mean we are given the uh, liber- liberty to like have our own ideas and have our life figured out by ourselves but somehow it's also in like put in us ingrained in us i don't know will it change i mean i'm hoping for it to change So to end this episode, I would like to quote Mignon McLaughlin who said that no one has ever loved anyone the way everyone wants to be loved. Basically what I understand from this quote is that there are always expectations of what you expect from the other person that you want to love and the amount of love that you want to give to the other person and that is shaped by what you feel you want to receive. Let's start by like loving ourselves and giving ourselves the time to uh, reach a place where we want to find love in somebody else rather than just jumping to uh, society's expectations of what love is and what needs to be there in order to be loved or what needs to be there in order for you to be a success in life what you need to understand is that there is no success or there's no perfect in life and it just goes the way it has to go Okay for this week's recommendations I would like to place an emphasis on yourself and to actually look into yourself first before you make any hasty decisions of what other people would want to say and like you know start with self love and I think that is the best place one person can start in and it's a difficult process but only when you start will you reach the destination so that is what I would like to tell all our listeners Okay for my recommendation it is to watch the show again with your family actually like and to like have conversations regarding tough topics like marriage or children or money and like different things in life that are going to affect you like when you grow up like we are 20 and we're telling it from our perspective like when we grow up these are the issues that are going to come up in our life and how we shape our thoughts based on it and we need to think about all of this instead of just jumping into marriage and then like saying you know we'll just wing it like we'll just manage our finances or we'll just manage our like life later that doesn't work like that so my recommendation would be to like have a positive and a healthy discussion and be open to differences of opinion because this is a very divisive topic and we do know that the generation difference is a big factor here so even when you're talking with others just make sure that you're open and state your views but not like refute others and like make that as a source of conflict my recommendation would be that you should never settle uh, because you have whoever i mean you the listeners and whoever is listening uh, you have struggled and you've gone, come a long way so you should never settle for something that's very easy and you should never let anybody tell you that you should settle so keep going for the best you can follow us or subscribe to the podcast on spotify google podcast apple podcast youtube and other platforms you can also give us your feedback on our website and all of them will be linked in the show notes